Nerds and losers, it is now time for your weekly podcast from the Naked Man. First, sitting to my left, he currently resides from Taipei and still insists Sucker Punch is a good movie. It's Ben! Sitting to my right, in between viewings of Blade, he occasionally goes out. It's Nathan! Try not to swear so fucking much this week. <laughs> everyone is excited about. Oh, you sound really excited. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Naked Event Podcast. Uh, ben is Clifford, and I'm a big I red am dog. A big red dog. Oh, we're both big red dogs. <laughs> How you doing? Nothing else has happened this week, but anyway, uh, so we're just going to open as usual with the news, the news bit, and uh, they're making a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie. Yeah, that's literally the only news we, we can think of. So it's, I don't know, oh, fuck off, fuck off, sorry. Um, someone sent me a message online, but whatever. And uh, so, yeah, the only, yeah, I, I never really knew much about Clifford the Big Red Dog. I, I read some books about him. To, to my class at school and that's kind of all I know about him. He's a big red dog and he's got two mates who are also dogs. And yeah, it's just like a dumb, weird thing for like kids. But I remember, I remember watching it like a little bit when I was with my nephews and the actual theme music fucking slaps. Like it's sorry to be a 14 year old. Sorry to be a 14 year old and use the word slap. But it does. It fucking does. Like I remember it being the actual theme music being really good. So maybe, maybe we can turn this shit into a musical. I think that's the only way they can really go, like, outside of making a joke about how big Clifford's dumps are. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't really know that's what they can do. I watched the trailer, and Clifford only became big because this little girl loved him too much, and then she cried on the puppy, and then she woke up in the morning, and the puppy was fucking massive. Oh. What's, um... What's the Red Hulk called from the MCU? Uh, uh, it's General Ross, and I, I think he's just called Red Hulk. Oh. Maybe this is Red Hulk's way into the MCU, is Clifford. Clifford. Yeah. Starts as, out as a dog, then he becomes a, a, a general, and then he just, yeah, he just becomes a, a red general, like the worlds collide. Maybe he gets rid of the fur. Maybe he just shaves down his own fur. Oh god! Can you imagine grooming Clifford? Yeah, that'd be horrible. <laughs> grooming, like imagine brushing that motherfucker. That would take seven hours at least. Oh yeah, because I've got I've got two dogs, and yeah. in the summertime, obviously they molt. They mm. let their winter fur go, and I've got two small dogs, and there's fur fucking everywhere. Yeah. So you imagine you get some, you get a motherfucker the size of Clifford in there. Like you're going to be. I guess you could turn it into wigs and sell it. Because you it's could, bright yeah. red, people would buy oh, that. Yeah, you turn it into some rugs, make a little business out of it. <gasps> the Big Lebowski too. <laughs> yeah. Really brings the room together. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm disappointed by the cast. I'm not gonna lie. Don't know who most of them are, but Jack Whitehall's like one of the main people, and I don't like Jack Whitehall. He's alright. Uh, um... My, my, a good friend of mine, Adam, actually met him once. But and he seemed, he seemed apparently he was pretty cool. Uh, I don't, I don't 
I kind of nothing Jack White. Oh, sorry, Jack White. Oh, <laughs> but he's like one of those guys that like I don't really. He's just around. Like apparently he's going to be in the Jungle Cruise movie with uh, Emily Bunt and uh, the Rock. I really wait. Wait, I forgot the Rock's name. Like very Dwayne. Good. Dwayne. Yeah, I know Dwayne, but like I forgot. I always refer to the Rock. It's a little bit cooler. But Dwayne Johnson is a good name. But anyway. So Jack White was this guy that's just floating around. He's, he's, to me, he's like, uh, I watched maybe one of his stand-ups once, and it's, this is okay, this is fine, it's not bad, it's just like, whatever. Um, he was in, like, Fresh Meat, which I show I quite liked, and he was, he was good in that, you know, but, like, he, he makes, like, a travel show with his dad, which is essentially Top Gear. Like, I watched it once or twice, and I was like, this is just Top Gear. This is literally just Top Gear, but like with less cars. But the the kind of you know you know how Top Gear actually sells. It's kind of like the the forced banter between like the, the presenters. You know they pretend yeah. something. They the prank that no one else knows what's going on. It's all it's quite staged, and I think this is the same thing. That like I don't I don't dislike Jack Whitehall. I just don't like care about him. I've just gone on um. This is a complete aside, but I've just gone on to IMDb. Obviously, I was looking up Clifford and the Big yeah. Red Dog. But I got a section on here called like Top Picks. So, Top Picks for TV and movies just for you. So, obviously, I go on IMDb a lot. Yeah. So, I'll, like the first four Donnie Darko, they reckon I should watch today. That's fair enough, based on what I've looked up before. Yeah. Office Space. I always talk about Office Space, if that makes sense. Yeah. The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Falling Down. I think I was talking about Falling Down a couple of weeks ago. The Godfather, yeah. but then their last suggestion. So based on those first five, like, what do you reckon the last yeah. suggestion is? Is it the the Bratz movie? Close. It's the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. All right. Oh. A Disney Plus. Them remaking Mighty Ducks for Disney Plus. I don't know where that's come from. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> I've never spoken. I don't think I've ever mentioned it. I love The Mighty Ducks. It's a great movie, like Gordon Bombay and everything. That's it's yeah. a great, what a fantastic movie. But I've never. Why? Why IMDb? If yeah, you're listening, that's, is that that's weird? Maybe it's because you maybe look up Disney Plus stuff a lot. You know, like all the the Marvel series, the Mandalorian. That would that would make sense. Uh, unless they just think, hey, after watching Donnie Darko, Office Space, Shawshank falling down the Godfather, you might need to cleanse your palate with the Mighty yeah. Ducks game changers. <laughs> you know, I've never actually watched the Mighty Ducks movie. Oh, I know dude, it's about it's hockey. Great. I know, literally, that's all I know. I know it's about hockey, and I guess the team are called the Mighty Ducks, which yeah. is a good name for a team. Yeah. It's a fantastic name for a team. What would your, um, if you started a hockey team right now in Taiwan, yeah. <laughs> big Big hockey place, uh, <laughs> what, big ice hockey town. What would you uh, what would you call the team? The Raging Platypus. Is... That's good. I like that. Raging Platypus, yeah. Or maybe the Raging Dolphin. That's what I feel like. Raging, but no matter what, raging. you're going to be raging. Yeah, yeah, raging. The Inferno Sloths, maybe. <laughs> something sloth. extreme. I want something extreme mixed with something like very mundane. <laughs> <laughs> Just call it like the fucking angry pigeons. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, 
Uh, anyway, let's get into this because this week's episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual just because I've got, um, we both have more important things to do than talk to you guys. Uh, so the last week we were obviously talking about Sexy Beasts, which is Netflix's wow. upcoming uh, dating show in which they blind date people, but the gimmick is that they will come in in like movie style makeup. So they're dressed up as pandas, some aliens and stuff, but it's like, like a B movie level makeup. So it's yeah. been a load of furries going on dates. Very much, yeah. So obviously this appears like it's going to make money. So we yeah. want to get in on that. Of course. We want to pitch some ideas to Netflix. Yeah, so morals are out the window, which is basically <laughs> dating shows in general. Uh, yeah. So we've just got some more dating ideas uh, to, to kind of help Netflix. Maybe not even Netflix. It doesn't even have to be Netflix. Maybe Amazon yeah. Prime wants to respond to Sexy Beasts. Yeah, yeah Hulu. Yeah. HBO yeah. Max is 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 doing well at the moment. Probably, I don't yeah. know. They got they got nothing going on. <laughs> I feel like HBO is too high brand to dating shows. You can have like I feel like Amazon would do one, Netflix, maybe Peacock, would... Peacock, Peacock. Yep. Yeah, Peacock. I, I don't know shit all about Peacock, but it's like the new one. Right? Uh, it's a streaming service, but really all they've got is like really trashy original shows. It's only in America. And then they okay. bought the rights to the WWE Network in America. So they've got wrestling and B-movies at the moment. <laughs> Doesn't sound terrible. I mean, that's going to find some success. Yeah, but for like $10 a month, are you going to do that? Nah, nah. I'd do it for like four. You know Disney Plus just put their prices up by like two pounds. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, $7.99 now. I mean, it's still a bargain for what you get, but it's, it's just annoying. Yeah, I hope they just keep it because... I, being a Taiwanese resident, still has never, never even gone. Yeah, Bob Shemek never replied. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Son of a bitch, yeah. You're losing money. You're losing at least eight pounds for me. Yeah. Everyone email robert.shapek, C-H-A-P-E-K, at disney.com, please. Yeah, please do. I mean, because it didn't bounce back, so it went to some inbox. <laughs> Maybe you read it, and now he's just like changing his whole business plan. He's Maybe working he's on it. Last week, yeah. Apologizing to China <laughs> to try and get Disney in there. Even though this is what I don't understand is that um, we did segue, but apparently we're not doing it yet. But there's a Disneyland in Beijing. Is it? Yeah. Right. So why wonder, is Disney Plus not there? Yeah, I wonder how different it is. Is it just? Is it, I, I recommend it's very, very controlled with what they find okay for Disney. Like maybe Toy Story is okay. Maybe fucking Monsters Inc. is fine. But you know, like no, no, no Mona. Oh, Shang, Shanghai, no Mona. <laughs> no, no, no Frozen, where like it's, it's a strong, independent woman as the lead character or something. <laughs> Like, uh, honestly, I'm not even joking. Like, <laughs> all the shit that we've said, and this is what's going to get us cancelled, is no, like, calling out that's... Disneyland Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> that's obviously wrong. That's fucked up. But China is fucked up. Honestly, in every way, fuck China. Chinese people, they're probably great. They really are probably great. Chinese government, go fuck itself. Chinese government is in... Anyone who has heart 60 IQ points, you see... The Chinese government is one of the worst things in the world right now. So go fuck yourself, the Chinese government. I mean, they got all the Marvel stuff. They yeah. got 
They've got Stitch. You can go see Stitch. They've got a, a maze. But you can't see Lilo. You can't see Lilo. <laughs> yeah, just Stitch. Lilo's, just Lilo's yeah. not here. The first half of the title just blurred out. <laughs> Gotta be honest, none of the pictures. Oh, no, there's Snow White. Oh, yeah. I was about to say none of the pictures are of women, but Snow White looks to be the only one. Yeah, but Snow White <laughs> is like the most fucked up. Oh, no, sorry. Sleeping Beauty is the most fucked up of the Disney uh, Snow White is kind of a little bit fucked up because look at sleeping. I'm gonna make this real quick. <laughs> look at yeah, I know we said great up the topic, but now we're talking about you know sexuality. Like, uh, no, we just gotta have fucked up. I mean, all <laughs> Disney characters are really fucked up. You know, I wish I wished Up for the first time the other day. Yeah, charming well, movie, but that yeah. they went through some. That kid went through some fucking trauma. Oh, he did. I'm that hungry. little kid. Like, the old man, yeah, he was super sad, and he was trying to bring his house to that waterfall or whatever. But that kid went through some stuff, and all of it was to get a badge. And then you get to hear the sad story, like, halfway through, about how his dad doesn't love him. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, Jesus, this isn't... And he just spends his whole time talking to a giant bird. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's a fucked up film. In it's a really way. fucked up movie. I mean, that kid, that kid is driven. That's one thing. He's aspirational. He would go to the literally half the world away to get just a badge, a little bit of plastic. Yeah, and man did man did get that badge. He got two badges, in fact, in the end. No spoilers, but he got a second badge. Yeah, then that was just lazy. He was fat, so (laughs) (laughs) there is clear evidence there that he is a bit lazy. (laughs) Oh no, my dog didn't like that. Oh. I'll tell you why he didn't like that, because he went to the vet yesterday, and the vet told him he had to lose some weight. Oh, really? But only 0.2 kilograms. I was like, the vet came out, he just went through his like, booster jab. Mm. The vet comes out, and he's like, oh, he weighs 0.2 kilograms more than he did last year. Like, you, according you to the records. always he... tell me the same thing. Yeah, and I was... I was like, 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 you're overweight, I'm like, fucking hell. Well, like, I was... What, what... My own problem was like, she was like, oh, um, does he get exercise? I was like, yeah, he gets exercise a lot. But last year, we were fucking locked down, so I had nothing to do but walk him. Yeah. So, yeah, he weighed less last year. I probably weighed less. Actually, I didn't because I was eating loads of stuff. But, yeah. um, but uh, anyway, what we talk about up. Yeah, there, there's very clear evidence that that kid is lazy. <laughs> also, you he know, met a talking dog. Yes, that, that dog was great. I'd love to have that dog in my life. Oh, wouldn't he seemed high maintenance? Yeah, after like a day. Actually, I'd love to visit that dog. I'd love for like a good friend to own that dog, and like once every two weeks to go and like spend a day with him. I just wouldn't be able to get on with the talking. Like I know sometimes you get annoyed at animals and stuff and babies because they can't tell you what they want. But I feel like if you knew what they want, you'd actually be more annoyed because <laughs> <laughs> then they'd be telling you what they want. But they the don't time. understand why they can't have it. So be like, oh, can you feed me? Like, I just fed you. Oh, but I'm hungry. No, you're not. Yeah, but I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, Disneyland Shanghai looks fun. Yeah, I haven't been to, I've only been to one Disneyland. That was when I was 11 in Disneyland Paris. I would quite enjoy it probably to go back to Disneyland. You should do a podcast in Disneyland. Get a princess involved. I can only imagine the amount of hoops you would have to jump through to do a podcast from Disneyland. Oh, we just we just kidnap it, it's fine. 
I mean, that is very on brand for a princess. Mm. They all get kidnapped. Like, we're trying to write a new Disney story. And obviously, we're going to have to kidnap someone. Yeah, I'm going to have to kidnap someone. I need to find someone who has two parents so we can kill one of them off at the start of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And I need some kind of, like, special needs animal. That seems to be... Royalty. Yeah, that needs to be the recipe for every Disney movie. (laughs) It's a royal person who hates their parents, preferably one of the parents dies at some point, and they need some kind of special animal to be their sidekick. We can do some experiments. We can we can hybrid some people. <laughs> hybrid some people. Yeah, we can we can hybrid like a guy with a goat or something. We can hybrid a a person with a parrot. Yeah, we can do some shit. Oh, turn someone into an animal. I mean, we're basically yeah, like, describing like half animal or half human, or it could be say half monkey, half parrot. Here's what it should be: it should be half parrot, half human. But the top half is the parrot. <laughs> it's just got human legs. It's a really tall parrot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Big Bird. Yeah, because we right. didn't have a budget. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what do have budgets? Netflix dating shows. I really doubt that. Quite a few. They have su- they they have a budget. I didn't say big. Didn't say low. I said they have a budget. Yeah. Okay. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping for a big budget for my ideas because I'm not going to lie, they're a little bit out there. If I had no conscience, they would be very, very out there. I'm not going to lie. When I, I usually write the notes for the podcast like 40 minutes before it starts or whatever. And I literally had like four ideas. I was like, no, I can't write this because it's generally immoral. <laughs> like, it's generally like, Oh my! This is a this is a show about sex offenders. I can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, can't do it. So these are sort of tame ideas that I have. Um, I've got three, and and I've got three built out ones, which like fully built ones, and two with like just you know they're like one sentence sort of synopsis. Okay. I've got the reverse. I've got two okay. very worked out ideas and then three kind of half ideas that I couldn't really think of how to bring them home. Sure. Oh, but yeah, let's get into it. Do you want, do you want to start then? Yeah, sure. Uh, should I start with one, two or three? Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's slam it in the middle. Two. All right. This one is called Mums on the Beach. It is a spin. <laughs> oh. Stop. I'm in. <laughs> it's a spin on X X on the beach which is a show I, I'm pretty sure it's still running I've never seen it but you it's pretty self-explanatory right so a bunch of sexy singles get together on the beach taking part in all that manner of raunchy challenges uh, I think I, I think like I've never actually seen the show they do they like spend like a month on a beach on an island and they, they do some like raunchy shit. Maybe some of them get eliminated. But my spin, their mom or dad or grandma are there. Not being direct partners, more saboteurs, you know. Watching, waiting, hunting for their time to strike, you know. So they're, they're going to be there. Their, their, their daughter or son or person knows they're there. And, um, you know, knows they're there, and right at the beginning, one of the first scenes of the show is their mum's being brought out, right? 
and they know they're going to be watching you the entire fucking time. And it's right, so say 10 men get, get brought out first, and then 10 or 15 really hot girls bring out first. And like, yeah, boy, you know, the sort of person that would be on a reality show, they're, they're, they're pretty yaks. They're pre- they've got like a bunch of bullshit tribal tattoos. They're like, they say words like fire all the time. They, they've got 10,000 Instagram followers and they post bullshit selfies of themselves like twice a day. You know, you know, these sort of people. And, um, yeah, so they all come out and they're like, yeah, son, oh, I'm going to get laid so much for up king, you know, all that shit. And then, and then their mums come out and they're like, hello, mummy, you know. <laughs> their behaviour changes a fucking instant. And they know their mum is going to watch them the entire time, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the mum can be saboteurs because the mum might like the person they are interested in or they might hate them, you know. Uh, they can prank him with water balloons, condoms with holes in, pictures of themselves like shitting their pants. Condoms you know? with holes in. Yeah, they may. Want You're gonna to... sabotage them by just getting a woman <laughs> pregnant. They may love the person they're interested in. Like, you need to. Not have oh that. my god. Obviously. So it's kind of like um, what's that show where they're like 18 year olds would go on their first holiday. This is oh, years yeah, was, ago. Uh, yeah, and then the was, parents the parents would like yeah, be watching like, from afar. It was like sun it was called Sun Sex and Something. Suspicious Parents. Yes, that that was it. And honestly, I enjoyed that show. Like I watched like two seasons of that show. So it's, it's kinda like I, that, except in your version, the parents are actively trying to ruin their yes. day. Ruin or that the parents could also saboteur other other participants. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of trolling yeah basically yeah. Like, this is yeah. the best idea honestly out of all my ideas this is the most realistically going to be made because and I'd also want to emphasize if I was the showrunner I definitely one of my big priorities with the church like I want at least like two crazy mums like one mum who's like super overprotective and one mum who just wishes she was one of like the really hot girls on the show this is perfect. This might be the best idea you've ever had. Probably, yeah. This is perfect. Like, this would sell. Honestly, this would, I, I'm sort of thinking you and me should pitch. Obviously, I'd get 70% of the money. You'd get 30 because I came up with the idea. Obviously. And we should, go, we should go pitch it to fucking Netflix right now. Honestly, we should. <laughs> we, should start, <laughs> we should start finding, like, I don't know who we have to contact, but I feel like we could find their details online and start sending them ideas. Yeah. Because this might be the best idea that I've ever had. This is called Dropped in the Amazon. And uh, it's presented by Elijah Wood, but entirely via voiceover. Sure. <laughs> Eight pairs of two are dropped into, uh, I don't know how to say this, Manus, Brazil. Which is a place in Brazil, two days apart each. And uh, it's a blind date scenario. They've never met this other person. And they have to hike through the entire Amazon rainforest with the finish line being in Lima, Peru. It's about three and a half thousand kilometers. Jesus Christ. So, we're talking like a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, so you've got plenty of chance to get to know the person you're with. Oh, yeah. For sure. um, minimal help from anyone. Like there's people like someone could like parachute in to save them if they like got bitten by a snake or something. Yeah. But otherwise they have to record the entire thing themselves. So obviously I've written down they have to sign an ex- Extensive waiver and contract. Oh yeah, of course. 
So there's going to be like a minimum amount of film that we need at the end. And if there's not that amount, you don't get paid. Sure. Or something like that. Uh, you give them like a month of rations, probably. And uh, I just think it's a great way to get to know someone if you've got to hike three and a half thousand kilometers with them. It is. This is, uh, it's actually quite, I think it's quite a wholesome idea because you would, you would bond with that person. Even if the first day, like, I fucking hate this person. I think, would... like, for, for six of the pairs of two, you'd probably try and match them up well. And then you're yeah. going to have that one wild card pair that's just going to make them good TV. <laughs> you know they're not going to get yeah. on. Like, Shit. they might occasionally fuck. Yeah. I'd but... do it with, like, half of them. I'd do it with, like, match, four, make four of the pairs good. Like, oh, these people actually probably would get on. And four of them just fucking put a Democrat with a Republican. Put yeah. a flat earther next to a scientist, you know? <laughs> I mean, the problem, the problem with my idea is I do fall in a trope. These are going to have to be in-shape people, which is always the problem with yeah. dating shows, is that it's always, like, the sexy people that mm. are going on there. So that's the problem with my idea, is that it would have to be in-shape people. Or you yeah. could do, like, an inspirational journey where someone starts off, like, super, like that yeah. kid from Up starts off super fat. Sure. And then, like, by the end of it, after hiking <laughs> three and a half thousand kilometers... I mean, you could no just yeah, you could literally just put two fatties out in the world or two chubsters, you know. And speaking as a slight chubster sometimes, so it might be it might be kind of fun to be like, yeah, just put these two people out. Obviously, the medical team will watch them a little bit more closely um, to make sure they won't die. And uh, yeah, that this sounds like a genuinely fantastic idea because you could what you could even do. I'm not. It'd be maybe hard because you'd have loads and loads of footage because this would take a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. You could do like an episode about two people like every week. This is your episode about these two people, these two people, you know, one episode is dedicated just to two people because you'd have a shit ton of footage. You would. Yeah, you got you got to send them in with like probably some kind of external hard drive to, to carry oh, yeah. all this data or you just yeah. like beam it up to a cloud somehow. Yeah. Uh, that would be a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> Maybe like puzzles halfway through as well, or yeah, yeah. like stuff and, that they got to do in the middle of hiking for like three weeks. <laughs> Give them like some Sudoku. But yeah. I think it's a good opportunity to get to know someone. You're alone. People love going for walks. They do, and and w- walking in like a dangerous place as well, which is going to be hard <laughs> terrain. That. that I, there is, I honestly don't think there's a better position to, to get to know someone than this. Like, Truly, this is a fantastic idea. I, I, I'd be surprised if something, it's sort of like, you know, it's like, you ever watch Bear Grylls, what's it called, Bear Grylls, when he takes like a celebrity yeah. out? Hey, yeah, yeah. It's kind of that. There's but, no hotels. You're not. You're yeah, not flying yeah. off to a hotel after the end of the night. You're just left. You're just, just. Yeah. You got to look after yourself, guys. You want to find love. Love's not easy. Shit. You can't. We should. We should have been like program managers. We should have been the people Maybe who come still up. Can. By... No, we still can. We still can. Yeah. After this podcast, we're going to send it to uh, <laughs> Bob Iger or something. <laughs> I'm going to find John Lasseter's email address. Yeah. <laughs> get Josh it off to Disney. Yeah. Just Del Del Lindo. <laughs> All right. You see so the trailer come... for that cowboy movie? Cowboy movie. Oh yeah, it's got Delroy Lindo and Idris Elba and loads of people in it. It's called 
the harder they fall. It's like a western. It's right. coming to Netflix next month. Looks great. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, what's your what's your next idea? Uh, my next idea is called Fuck Swap. <laughs> oh god, I feel like this is going to be one of my ideas. <laughs> Here we go. Just based on the title. Definitely, this is called Fuck Swap. Yeah. And um, so contestants asked to fill out a survey about their personality and what they like in bed. Do you like? Do you like to be choked? Do you like to be spanked? Do you like to? Do you like anal? Whatever. And uh, they enter the house with, say, say 19 people, other people. So 20 people are in this house. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're half-half women. Maybe there's some people who describe themselves as, as a person instead of, like, a binding thing, whatever. Um, then every two days, they have to fuck someone. So <laughs> they get... Oh, shit. <laughs> this, is my, this is pretty much the exact thing I wrote down. Right. It might not be. After a while, like, it goes deeper. It might, it might be a bit different. Uh, they get chosen who should the the say the showrunners the, the judges or whatever they get chosen of who they have to sleep with and obviously everyone signs like a a very extensive petition at the beginning to be like by the way you're gonna have to sleep with say nine to ten strangers to participate in the show just going in you know and obviously they sign it so they can't be sued or whatever and it's not immoral because obviously they know what they're getting into um. And then they are marked on different bases and how good the sex was. Some people get randomly eliminated if they did, yeah. So after the sex, they fill out like a, a survey being like, how good was the intercourse, you know, one to 10? How good was their pillow talk, one to 10? How much, uh, how polite were they, you know, sort of things. They, they, because they spend a night with, they spend a night with this person, they spend like four or five hours with them. So, they're, obviously, they're going to have sex, but that's only, what, 20 minutes of the night? You know, maybe they do it a couple of times, whatever. Um, so, yeah, they got marked for different categories. But some people randomly do get eliminated from the show if they're if they're a bit douchey or sometimes just the fuck with them. Sometimes, like, the showrunners have a lot of power in the show. Because Imagine they'll be like, up to someone on this show just after they fuck someone and just be like, ah, I'm sorry, guys, but you're a bit douchey. Yeah, they can do that. Sometimes they'll be little, I don't know, for some reason they want like an outfit. But the showrunners will make it fun. Is the showrunners have like a lot of power in the show. They can just fuck with people whenever they want. Um, but we'll bring, that will bring massive drama to the show, you yeah? um, At the end of each season, there is a basis for a winner. But it is different each time. It could be how many people they've slept with over the season. Uh, how good the reviews were, or who's like the kindest person, perhaps, or perhaps like how many positions they've they've tried. You know, who was the most experimental? Um, yeah, it's like throwing. It basically the show is, is throwing people into a large dating pool, unsure of what kind of behaviour that will be rewarded. That's the show in a nutshell. Like you're just throwing people into a big fucking orgy. And you don't know what kind of behavior would be supported. Also, it's like Big Brother, but with more sex, and they're unsure of how they're going to be rewarded. Essentially, <laughs> it could be if you're the winner of like a million pounds, if you're the person who's cleanest, you know, it, it's a different thing every time. Okay. That's what fucks off. It, it differed from my idea. Luckily, it wasn't my other worked out idea, but uh, I had the idea, which is basically it follows. <laughs> okay. Where you just have to keep fucking people, but 
like the other the people that you're having sex with aren't necessarily on the show you're you're just sending people out into the world and being like hey you've got to pass this on so you're okay. gonna have to go fuck sure. someone and then you just follow them on their journey as they go and try and find someone to sleep with it's not so much a dating show but it's more just like a predatory show well yeah i mean, central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like we yeah, need it... drama in this i mean they, they're gonna sign a waiver yeah uh, to be on the show but, but uh, I like I like that idea. I also try to work out a way of getting like an X Factor style game show. But okay. Entirely based, like you would go <laughs> see if it, I realized like the audition phase is basically like one of those sex clubs in Amsterdam. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, my other idea, which is another blind date idea, is called Murder Mystery Dating. It's a working right. title. Sure. It's presented by Julie Chen, who is a uh, a news reporter on cbs okay. uh, so each week a different blind data dropped into a complex crime scene and have oh. to bo- have to bond and work together to find out who did this uh, yeah. in parentheses they aren't aware this is an actual crime and uh, <laughs> so they think it's a setup yeah but it's uh, an actual crime it's an actual crime scene. they're given full police backing and i would like to set up a way where the twist usually in a show is that it ends up being one of them that did it Oh yeah. So they bond together. They love this person. They then found out it was him who yeah. choked out this team. And cool. uh, so, will they still love each other? That's true. Uh, will they let them take the fall? Like they've got, they they think they're in control because they think it's all a game. But actually, no, that girl was dead. <laughs> so I feel <laughs> like we need to get away to have, like Ice Cube to be in this show. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I, I reckon he'd do it. We didn't need to give him a decent bit of money. They'd definitely appear in like one What time. else is he doing? He's... I have no idea. <laughs> he was in that movie with Kevin Hart like four years ago. Yeah. He was... Occasionally does some shit. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I feel like we Netflix has got Ice Cube money. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, so, this generally sounds pretty genius because it's... There's a lot to it. You know, there's... They, obviously, they could follow the, the the detective story, the murder mystery story. I'd be like, "Oh, what, what happened here?" And it it adds like it adds such a th- there's a lot of exciting moments that could be added in the show because they're like, "Oh, they're shit." They think this is a game show when it's actually a real murder. They oh yeah, tell- and I mean, they think it's a game show. Like, you can only really do it for one season because then people are going to work out that it would. <laughs> People are just going to know because they're going to have seen the show. So it's really a one season, one and done thing. But they fully think this is a game until right at the end of the episode where someone actually gets arrested. Yeah. And <laughs> it's going to be hard. There's only probably it's going to be hard because say if, say if I killed like a, a 40 year old mum or some shit and I see it, I was in a contestant on the show, which I thought was a dating show. And I see like clues. To, you like, walk into your I own crime scene. Um, <laughs> You're just there, like, oh yeah, wow, this, this, this makeup is really convincing. It looks yeah, like her head's this, actually been this, removed. This reenactor person looks a lot like me. <laughs> I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce, you know. <laughs> that would be a funny part of the show. This is like it'd be like Dexter whenever his crime scenes would get like found, and he has to go and like investigate it. <laughs> Quote <laughs> <Yeah>. unquote. <laughs> So this, yeah, generally, I out of 
all the shows that were presented, but I'd probably watch this show. I'd watch the show. Yeah, not even really a date. Like, I guess it is. It's only a dating show if they fall in love. They might just become colleagues. But I mean, like colleagues can bang. Yeah. Is sex the same as falling in love? Probably yeah. not. No, but you know, it's, it's... I mean, to Netflix, it is. Yeah, if you believe yeah. in Twilight, Twilight movies, it is. But yeah, uh, <laughs> that was the nerdiest yeah. thing I've ever said in this podcast. <laughs> what's, your, what's your last main idea? My last main idea is called "You're Filthy." You're filthy. Uh, it is. It's weird. What do you think the show is about? Like, it's called "You're Filthy." Is it going to be a uh, some kind of? dating show where people sit down and talk about their kinks and try and find where the line is for the other person you're not cold but you're not hot it, it's you like five out of ten the way there okay so. is it a show where <laughs> i don't want to say what i was about to say <laughs> say, it. say it. is it a show where people like say like a guy is just looking for someone to do like ass to mouth with. Maybe. So he keeps asking these women they, who he gets along with, and then they go, "You're filthy," and he has to move on. You're you're on the right track, but basically, it's a show. A group of go contestants go on a date, and every ten minutes, a waiter comes. They're on like a restaurant. Uh, a waiter comes over and delivers some truly horrible information to their date. Like. <laughs> Most of the time, it's going to be a man and a woman. So the waiter comes over, and they don't know who the information is going to be about. But they say, address the woman if the information is about the man. And be like, uh, this man is a fan of hardcore hentai, or once called a five-year-old a cunt to their face. You know, just some horrible, horrible <laughs> This man shit. is Ricky Gervais. <laughs> <laughs> This man might be a racist, you know? So <laughs> they just deliver like disgusting facts about the person, the, the, the absolute worst things about them, right? And it's obviously the contestants give permission to, for the showrunners to deep dive in their, their lives, the internet history, their, even the history that they think has been deleted, you know? Their friends, bosses, family, like they, they fucking deep dive as much as they can. There'll be teams of people dedicated to this uh, to find some absolute dirt on the person, yeah? And uh, yes, yeah, so and they're also subject to extensive lie detector tests, uh, detector tests, which will take like three hours. They'll, they'll sit in a thing for like three hours and they'll be, they'll be like, they'll ask them all kind of manner of weird ass questions. And if it lets me like, say a question is like, have you ever, have you ever thought about having sex with the same sex or something and then, then they'll say a lie like the, the guy will be like no and then if he's and if that's a lie they'll be like you know they'll deep dive more they'll get the fucking truth out they get they get they'll get to the very core of what of, of the lie you know and yes everyone have some fucking dirt and the winners of the show will get a holiday if they offer the day offer like two or three hour day when Every 10 minutes, something is horribly revealed to the table about <laughs> one of the people. Uh, they must agree to spend the entire, like, they, get, they, they win a really nice holiday, but they have to spend an entire two weeks, like, handcuffed to each other. If they're gonna go. 
<laughs> but it's a really nice holiday. It's like, like uh, it's I'm, a really I'm, funny I'm, idea. It's the best holiday you can go for. It's like Saudi Arabia. And I, that was Saudi Arabia. Jesus. It's not Saudi Arabia. It's like, uh, I fucking. It, it's Disneyland, Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Maldives, like a five-star hotel. Oh, Dad, you mean the Maldives? Yeah, Maldives, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's like the nicest places with like five-star hotels, great service, great, great hotels. Like it's a, it's a prime holiday that would cost like seven thousand pounds or something. But you have to, you're hand, handcuffed to the person. <laughs> I'd love an episode where they do a deep dive on someone and they just can't find shit on either person. So just like walking over and just be like, this person liked the Transformers sequels. <laughs> That's the worst thing. <laughs> Come out. It's <laughs> a really funny idea. Yeah, I think that would work. That would be I think there's great comedy value to it because I don't think you could do every fact that a way to bring to the table can't be like something deadly serious. Like, yeah. I'd be like, this person was arrested for pushing a kid down some stairs. It can't just be stuff like that all the time. It has to be something like some really... Because I feel like that's not the stuff that pushes people away. Usually it's just the annoying shit. Yeah, so definitely. See if this person, like, walk up to this person. This person's fully vegan and plant-based. <laughs> it's like, shit. Oh, God. <laughs> or they could just stir the pot so they could just listen to what, like, the one of the people is saying and then go in with their fact. After yeah, hearing yeah, yeah. do some bullshit, yeah. like they're like, oh they're yeah, I love doing that. charity work. <laughs> and then the waiter walks over, is like, they've never given money to charity. <laughs> the waiter's whole job is to fuck them. That's a really funny way to do it. Actually, is to have the waiter snooping on the conversation, <laughs> and then just going in and just stirring the pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> That's the best thing. This would, this would generally be a great show. Like I am, I. I'm re- this is the one that's most likely to get made, I think. Uh, I think my- they, they should stir the pot and then they should have one shitty fact about each person to just drop in right at the end. Because the way yeah. the waiter wins is by breaking them up. And if the waiter yeah, wins, yeah, he, gets, he or yeah, she yeah. gets that seven grand holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. That, yeah, that's a very good idea. So you have three contestants on like each episode. And I think if... Um, if uh, I think m- maybe there'll be like four uh, embarrassing facts, like two a person, and when those facts are dropped, the waiter just walks away for like 10 minutes and they're just like left with like a really <laughs> awkward minute. Like, so we gonna talk about this the fact that I I used to make my brother eat my shit or something. <laughs> 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 the waiter should walk up with their food, say the fact as he's uh, as he's like sorting out their cutlery. He goes, "Oh, he used to feed his shit to his to his brother. Did you know that?" And then just walks <laughs> off. Yeah, that's it. That's the show. Honestly, this would be a fucking. This, this, is, be the gold best, this is the best idea. This yeah. is genius. Thank you, thank you. I, I the more I talk about it, the more I like this idea. <laughs> oh God, that's that's excellent. That's excellent. Thank you, but. Honestly, seriously, how do we become like, people who pick yeah, we need to We need to go into reality have, TV. We do. Because we we're, we're the right level of kind of fucked up, so it would, would work with come up with the best ideas. And this show would bank. Your murder mystery show and this show and your filthy would fucking be successful as fuck. Well. 
there'd be like so much money like uh as we begin to wind down uh the podcast i had a couple more like not really worked out ideas uh yeah. so i had just uh just one that i just titled buzzfeed but it's just blind dates be only allowed to speak to the person t- uh using buzzfeed quizzes i.e you say hey i just found out what smoothie flavor i am uh-huh. and, uh, that'd be presented by just whatever fuck does the buzzfeed youtube channel these days yeah uh one idea that i think you touched on briefly but i made it into an entire show which was just uh racist to set up with people they claim to hate to see if they can stick to their quote-unquote morals oh that's a nice show. that's a very earnest idea that's, that's That'd cool. be presented by ross kemp <laughs> ross kemp's great uh i, yeah, I he did that gang that show in london it was quality yeah. ross really and uh, the last one is just a it's like a spy cam uh, show where you mm. just watch married people go and try and have affairs. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> also, and, uh, that could also be a very successful YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then, like, I guess the secret of the show is they know they're on a show because you can't secretly film people. Uh, like, you just can't do that. So then they just talk through the process of why they're going to have an affair. Like, are they attracted to this piece on the side? What's, yeah, what's going on in their lives? Why do people yeah. have affairs? So yeah. really, deep down at the end, it becomes about a marriage therapy show. <laughs> yeah. So it That's actually then becomes about saving these marriages. Yeah. But good way I, th- to I think it. all my ideas are kind of paling in comparison to your last idea, <laughs> which <laughs> I think is really funny. It would be funny. The thing is, it it's like sort of a dating show and sort of like a prank show. Really like much. it would be funny as fuck, but also a dating show. Like, yeah, yeah your filthy is perhaps my best idea I've ever had. And I, not gonna lie, I've had some great ideas. I have some <laughs> I love for this podcast, but your filthy is the one that might make me some money. That is top. That is top level. We need to find out how we send this idea. You need to do a full spec write up a full spec on this show so yeah. we can send, find out who at Netflix <laughs> we have to send it to. Mm. Oh. I'll just quickly, I'm just going to go over my random one. I've had, I had two other ideas. One called Comic Cox, which is about a, a dating <laughs> show where people wear elaborate Comic Con costumes. They're, they're all uh, cosplaying, you know. And they're all <laughs> masked up. Yeah. They all get quizzed with daily about like nerd culture. And their punishment is made up to the, by the winners, you know. So there's like 10 people. And one of them's dressed in a Sasuke costume. One of them dressed in a... In a uh, oh, and they have to pass like an extensive quiz on Sasuke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And, or they have to strip naked on camera. Yeah, they can do that. Or one of them's wearing like a tracer out form. And one, one's dressed as a, a, a griffin, you know. like They're all... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> fucking griffin. <laughs> um, so they're all massive nerds. Yeah, they got Chris Burns. And the punishment. So the punishment is is up to the person who scored the best on the quiz, right? So it, say if you had that ten people, one of them dressed as Sasuke from Naruto, and it's a quiz about Sasuke. If some randomer dressed in like a fucking Beetlejuice outfit. Gets the, they decide the punishment for the loser. Yeah, they always decide if it's a Sasuke person. Yeah, that's great. They'd be like, Oh, my punishment is I get an ice cream sundae or whatever, and they can reward themselves. But if it's someone else, they get punished. Yeah, 
they get punished on, and the winner of the quiz decides their punishment. Yeah, this is the whole show. I mean, it was quick. It's pretty Some, good. I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. So the whole there's no reward except from the 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 prize. Just the journey, the journey of spending just time. The journey. Nine other, you just get to go other. on a journey. Yeah, you get to go on a journey. And so, also, I, I, haven't got, I haven't got a name for the show. <laughs> this is just, um, virgins walk around naked in a house. <laughs> <laughs> the losers are the last 10 people to have sex. Or <laughs> they're the winners. Sometimes it's not really a dating show. <laughs> I get it. I think and we've really taken sex- dating as... It really shows what sort of people we are, which is that for us, dating shows are just like, yeah, how many people could you bang? <laughs> Very much, yeah. But I think I think your Amazon idea was very was very was quite nice, quite quite earnest, you know. It was very. It's quite yeah. It's earnest yeah. until you really think about the journey they're on, and I think a lot of them might die, but yeah. they're gonna all. They might meet the love of their lives. True. That's very true. Brilliant. Your filthy is the best idea, though. <laughs> your filthy is great. No lie. I'm quite proud of your filthy. Guys, let us know how great your filthy is at rogue underscore opinion. Make sure you uh, you put at Netflix in that as well. Uh, you can find me at Nathan Greenaway and all the other podcasts and stuff that I get up to at Nathan Greenaway. Uh, ben, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Ben underscore EBERT on the Twitters and Tawny100 on Instagram. Guys, we'll be back next week to let, to give you an update on your filthy <laughs> <Speaking> <laughs> Bye now.